first of all, the emissaries are growing in their own personal faith. If you're right. listening to a talk, reading a book, doing a study, you're really spiritually growing. Secondly, because our emissaries are all over the country, and some of them are in Canada and international, so all over the world, it's allowing emissaries to come together for that community. Welcome to Faith and Culture, a production of the Augustine Institute. Every week, we explore the glory of the Catholic faith and the beauty of Catholic culture. And now, here's the host of Faith and Culture, Joseph Pierce. Hello, I'm Joseph Pierce, and welcome to another Faith and Culture podcast with the Augustine Institute. I'm delighted to have, once again, as my guest, Julie Musselman, Director of Emissaries with the Augustine Institute, my colleague. Uh, it's good to have you back, Julie. It's great to be here. Well, last time we discussed the work of the emissaries in some sort of, I might say, general sense and the various great things you're doing in terms of helping with the lighthouse kiosk, also the kiosks in the, uh, in the back of churches and our kiosk titles and CDs, the sacramental prep that the emissaries uh, work with, with 1,300 plus emissaries around the country. I remember it was the figure we were given. Well, today we'd like to have a follow-up conversation about a new initiative that's being worked on that's, if you like, a benefit for those who become emissaries with the Augustine Institute, and that's something which is called Formed Interactive. So would you like to tell us what Formed Interactive is? I would. There's so many benefits about being an emissary, and this is uh, something that really is catching on for our emissaries. We're seeing more and more of the emissaries participate in this, Formed Interactive. So the idea with Formed Interactive is to gather people together to discuss the content on Formed, whether it's a book or a talk or a full study. And so we have several really generous emissaries who are leading this initiative, and they are helping to host it and create it. And Joseph, the, the main idea is that we are connecting people all over the country by Zoom, which is video conferencing, and having these small groups using Formed on Zoom to really break open the content on Formed and, and just expose it. And, and people are really excited about it. Okay, so, so let's look at this. It seems to me that what this is doing is employing new technology such as Zoom in a way that puts people together uh, in, I suppose, in a new technological way so that people can, can be parts of groups that are, geographically speaking, a, a long way apart. So how would you describe that as being beneficial in terms of the parishes and in terms of the new evangelization? So one of the things we are trying to, you know, use new methods with new ardor and the new evangelization and using video conferencing um, to have these small groups is helping people. First of all, the emissaries are growing in their own personal faith. If you're right. listening to a talk, reading a book, doing a study, you're really spiritually growing. Secondly, because our emissaries are all over the country and some of them are in Canada and international, so all over the world, it's allowing emissaries to come together for that community because many of them might be the only emissary at their right. parish. Right. Maybe they don't have a team. Maybe they don't know other people that are excited about their faith and really wanting to live it more. So it's bringing them in. And then the third part of it is as we're 
watching a video together and discussing it, we're really learning what does it take to be a good facilitator? You know, we have our just some fabulous emissaries who have stepped forward to lead these groups, so they're modeling how to be a facilitator so that the emissaries then can take these groups back to their parishes in the, in the church hall or even in their parishes live and through the video conferencing of so, Zoom. So what it allows, and if I, if I understand this correctly, obviously emissaries are already doing great work at grassroots level in their lo- own geographical areas and their own local parishes, but the emissaries are all over the world. So it's difficult for the emissaries themselves to form a community of emissaries. So what this does, if you like, is transcend geographical space and allows people, as you say, not even just within within the United States now, which is large enough, but Canada and beyond and internationally, globally. Um, So what are your hopes for that? I mean, what do you think will be the benefits in allowing a community of emissaries to grow in this sort of virtual space, so to speak? Well, the whole idea of community, we we want there to be communities of emissaries at their own parish. But until such time that God sends the right people, we want them to be connected in the bigger emissary community. And Joseph, I think you've probably experienced it. When you're in a small group, that's really the environment where you're learning the language of our faith and you're growing in it. And so our goal is to expose Catholics, emissaries, to these small groups, even though they're all spread out, because that's really where the heart, you know, talking right. about things, asking so, questions. So the paradox is, and it is paradoxical, and as one who loves Chesterton, I love things when they're, when they're paradoxical, is that we're using, if you like, a global space to create, if you like, a microcosmic local community uh, where just a small group of people, a human scale, because uh, that's why I'm very big and very into small is beautiful and human scale, human scale groups that unite people uh, on that uh, small group basis, even though space, real space, is separating them for, for maybe thousands of miles. It's interesting you brought that up because some of the um, initial feedback we got was, well, I don't want to be on a video. I, I like to be live face-to-face right, with right, people. Right. Well, with some of this video technology, you are literally, you're, it's like, think of the Brady Bunch. You're seeing six friends in right. squares on your screen. So you're actually, you have that human face-to-face conversation. And it, it, really, it really does replicate the church hall or someone's home in a, an extremely close way. Obviously, you can't hug them. Right. But <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not fully incarnational, but I, I'll give you an example. I mean, I'm, I'm very much a techno-minimalist. People that know me know that. I'm not one that's interested in doing technology for its own sake, um, but it does have its its good points. Uh, for instance, you know, Father Fezio of Ignatius Press and I are old friends. We go back many years. We were at Ave Maria University together in the same physical space at one point literally we were next door neighbors we see each other on a daily basis I hadn't seen him for years and I still haven't seen him for years in the sense of being able to give him a hug right in physical space but we're doing the form book club together now uh, which means I get to see him on screen and have a live conversation with him every week and that to me is a great blessing which would not be possible otherwise United States I come from England a little tiny country that's the same size as North Carolina in terms of area but in this country my friends are all over I mean mm-hmm. some of my closest friends are in you know the Twin Cities St. Louis California um, you never see them no you, and you certainly never see them all at the same place unless you all happen to be at the same conference once a year which sometimes does happen what a blessing but you know in the, in, in the meantime we do have to meet 
if you like, in cyberspace, because the alternative is not to meet at all. And the work you're doing with Father Fessio and Vivian on the formed book club is tremendous because it's some of the greatest minds coming together. Uh, and I've, I've enjoyed every single book you've done. I've read it on my own and then I, I watch it. And it, it's so helpful to hear how people think about that. What we're doing with the emissaries is not only that, but the interactive part where they can ask each other questions right, right. and struggle with the answers. Well, no, I don't know if it really meant that. Maybe it, you know, have you thought of this side of it? But it's all with the content, authentic Catholic content of Formed is what they are discussing so that they are getting the correct dogma, doctrine, if you will, but then that interactive piece in a small so, group. So you actually you're forming friendships yes. that otherwise would not be possible. You're forming community which otherwise would not be possible. So what are your hopes long term then? Uh, you know, if, obviously we're now projecting these ideas into the future and, um, you know, if, if, if Formed Interactive is a success, it's a new initiative, so obviously it's in sort of formation in some sense. If it's the success that we hope or envisage it will be, how do you, how do you hope it will play itself out over the next couple of years, say? Well, I think the idea of Formed Interactive is to start with the people God has given us right now. Long term, what I would love to see is these community, these communities discussing Formed, these Formed Interactive groups be at every parish in the world, right? That's um, a big goal. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to think big. But in the meantime, until we have those local kind of groups, we want to train, teach, inspire, encourage in these virtual small groups right. so that people can be equipped to go into their own So it's parish. a stepping stone, basically. It it's a stepping stone in cyberspace to help things happen in real space. Yes, and one of the things we're piloting with it has to do with live and Zoom. So uh, one of our emissaries had this idea of this parish-to-parish evangelization where she just invited some people from three neighboring parishes that were 20 minutes apart. So the first night, they all met live, had a little uh, food and friendship. But then the next three weeks, as they went through, uh, I think they were going through Lexio Prayer, they went through Zoom. Joseph, the feedback was really interesting because these are all busy people with families. Right, right. So many of them said, if I had to drive to your house, I loved going to your house. Right. I love that. I wouldn't be here tonight because yeah. I have a sick child or right. I couldn't get a babysitter. And so even with people who live in the same parish, that ability for uh, video conferencing is tremendous. Yeah, and it's only, it's only taking things one step further from the telephone, right? Right, uh, you exactly. Know, if, if, if you can't physically go and visit someone, even if they live fairly close, right? You know, maybe a 15-minute drive, still 15 minutes coming back, half an hour time you're there, you know, you just want to have a 15-minute chat, right? And you get on exactly. the phone. So this is really just new technology allowing an interface where we can actually see each other and not just speak to each other on the phone uh, and then you do at least have the body language you can't hug but you can you know all of that the, seeing each other's facial expressions and body movements body language is all part of uh, of what it is to form a relationship and a friendship so if, if new technology is an enabler of that then it's something obviously we should be using for the new evangelization. And the beauty of it too, I think, just to highlight, is that you can actually be playing formed through it. So you're all watching the beautiful video that our studios team created or- Together. Together. Right. And, or you're listening to a talk together. So the video part lets you 
have all of that live so that then, you know, when you stop that, you go right into the conversation and it's fresh in everyone's mind. And I do think, you know, one of the one of the problems of our modern life, uh, one of the problems that modern technology maybe has contributed to is this isolationism mm-hmm. where people are actually sort of glued to their screens by themselves uh, and it can, can become very narcissistic. Whereas this, you know, is actually uh, bringing people together in community using technology to actually facilitate this conversation, this sense of communion. So, uh, again, you know, technology is a tool. You can take the one extreme and say it's 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 from hell and, and, and get rid of it. Or you can be gung-ho and say anything, you know, be scientific about it, that anything technological is good because it's technological. And that's clearly when you start talking about things like hydrogen bombs is problematic, right? <laughs> Um, so, yeah, but obviously as a tool, we as Catholics are wanting to, first of all, evangelize our brothers and sisters, but also to actually have uh, the love between neighbors, the love amongst ourselves. We have to have relationships mm-hmm. uh, and something which takes us out of ourselves and away from the the one-on-one relationship with the machine into uh, actual genuine uh, human relations with other people using the machine as a facilitator or a catalyst even for that human communion has to be a good thing. So uh, you're obviously doing marvelous work here with the uh, emissaries. So um, would would you like to, those that want to know more about the emissaries in general, Formed Interactive, this new initiative in particular, uh, how do they find out more about that? Sure, so our webpage is augustininstitute.org forward slash emissary, E-M-I-S-S-A-R-Y. And there you can learn about the emissary uh, network. And if you apply to become an emissary, then you will learn more about Formed Interactive once you are an emissary. So Formed Interactive is a a benefit, if you like, of becoming an emissary with the Augustine Institute. Correct. And if you... um, So, yeah, so we would just invite everyone to learn more about that and and join us. The um, One of the other great pieces, I think, Joseph, on, on Formed Interactive and this whole idea is just the idea that we're not only knowledge, learning, but with these uh, studies that we're going through is the prayer. Prayer and the commits, the resolutions, are very much part of the Augustine Institute's studies. And so, just one example, we have this group that's been going on Lexio Prayer. They're texting all the time with each other now because they know each other. Right. I'm praying for you today for that doctor's appointment or for that child. Right. And uh, it's just it's just neat to see the waves go out. Yes. Yep. The building of community. Mm hmm. Well, thank you so much to Julie Musselman. So my guest today has been Julie Musselman, Director of Emissaries with the Augustine Institute. Thanks so much for joining me, Julie. My pleasure. And thank you so much for joining me and Julie today on this Faith and Culture podcast of the Augustine Institute. Uh, I've been your host, Joseph Pierce. Please do join me next time. Until then, goodbye and God bless. Go. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Faith and Culture with Joseph Pierce. Faith and Culture is a production of the Augustine Institute. For more information, please visit us at faithandculture.com.